I learned that when I made small, sustainable changes, things I could keep doing, they were more likely to stick. That was Matt Cutts in his TED Talk, Try Something New for 30 Days. And this is Stacy Julian with episode 49 of Exactly Enough Time. is about being present. It's also about living playfully and other things like curiosity, awareness, and connection. I am a life enthusiast and a believer, and I love to talk about people, places, and things. Listen up. I think you're going to find inspiration for living your life and telling your story because you have exactly enough time. Hello, happy new year, happy new decade. You guys, this is so awesome. It's 2020. Okay, before I tell you what I really want to tell you about, I'm going to let you know that Matt Cutts gave that awesome talk at TED back in March 2011. He has almost 12 million views. Matt Cutts was a software engineer at Google for many years. He is currently the acting director of the U.S. Digital Service, and I just found him on Twitter, and you know what he tweeted on December 31st? He said, how about you try a 30-day challenge instead of a New Year's resolution? In December, my 30-day challenge was to avoid sugar. I wasn't perfect, but I'm happy with how it went. In January, I'm going to stay off social media and Twitter as much as I can. So that's Matt's plan. I'm curious, what is your plan? What are you thinking about and hoping to accomplish in this new calendar year and beyond? Today, I'm going to talk to you about my love for projects, which is really what Matt talks about in his TED Talk. It's a very inspiring and doable invitation to jump into anything you want to for 30 days because you can do anything for 30 days. Well, I'm doing something much longer than 30 days in 2020, but it has everything to do with projects and projects is my word of the year and it is my focus for 2020. And I wanna tell you why. This is why, because for a long time I've been listening to my brain and my brain will often say as I walk about my house or spend some time online or um, just do my workflow with photos on my phone, my brain will say something like, there are so many projects I want to do. And then I observe myself and I don't necessarily get those projects done. In fact, I don't even necessarily track or record the ideas, the projects that I want to do. I'll have some like ping moment of like, oh, that would be such a cool project. And then I haven't really been acting on them. I mean, I, I do something here and there, but I just really want to get more projects done. And so, I thought to myself, why don't I do something in 2020? Not just for myself, but for other people, because let's be honest, public accountability is awesome. And I also taught 
a class, an online scrapbooking class back in 2012 that was a year long, a whole year, 365 days. I taught a long, intense class. And you know what? I loved it. I loved it and hundreds of people joined me in that effort and I have heard from many of them since then um, sharing with me how productive they were during 2012. So here's this, this nudge, right, that I want to complete more projects for myself. I have this really cool big year coming up, 2020. I mean, hello, screams for something, right? And I also have this awesome memory of what it was like to create a community in 2012 and to work together collectively and individually to tell more personal stories. So projects 2020 and a desire for an interactive online community. The convergence of those three things is what I am calling 20 in 20. And it is a brand new online course that I am teaching. It launches Friday, January 3rd. There are already hundreds of people registered and excited to get started. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you more about why this is something I'm so excited to do. So I think the best place to start is for me to share with you five reasons I love projects, why I am a project girl, and why that is my approach to telling stories, okay? So number one, inclusive. Projects, you guys, are 100% inclusive. Anyone can make a project, kind of like Matt Cutts says in his TED Talk. You don't have to be committed to a particular craft or domain of expertise to try something new. Projects are temporary, generally short-term. You don't have to invest a bunch of money in tools or materials or obtain specialized training or change your lifestyle in any way. Heck, you don't even have to end up liking what you learn or produce. You know how you purchase something on Amazon that you're not sure about precisely because it will be so easy to return it if it's not for you? That's the first reason I love projects. They're in and out. It's a temporary commitment and it's easy to quit if it's not what I expected. Like Matt related in his TED Talk, projects are just the give it a try approach to almost anything. So whatever it is, it doesn't have to be your thing. I don't have to be a furniture restoring expert to paint a dresser for my guest room. If I think I might be interested in learning how to restore furniture, then a weekend or even a 30-day project is the best way I know of testing that interest, right? Testing something out. For example, when it comes to telling your story, documenting your life, both of those things can feel overwhelming. You're not sure where to start and stuff and photos are everywhere. So it's easier to gather all the reasons it doesn't make sense than to expend the effort to figure it out. Get organized. But what if you could just create one project? Something with just a handful of photos, maybe mixed in with a few key memories. Now that might work. That you could do. That might be something that you would enjoy. 
You don't have to be a scrapbooker or even crazy passionate about paper crafts to do a project like that. You don't have to be a good photographer. All you need is a few photos on a smartphone. Anybody know anyone with a few photos on a smartphone? Okay, much more information and hopefully an enticing invitation at the end of today's episode all about that. Reason number two that I love projects. Projects are definable. Projects come in all shapes and sizes and levels of skill required. So when you make a project, you get to define what the parameters of that project are. You can begin and end with something quite specific in mind. You can imagine the outcome before you even start. You can say, I'm only willing to spend X amount of time or X amount of dollars. You can choose to keep it simple in a number of different ways. I invented or discovered one of my favorite storytelling concepts one day back in December, 15 years ago. It was my 15th anniversary. My husband phoned to say that he had reservations at a nice restaurant and that he had a gift for me and he couldn't wait to take me out. I hung up and I was frankly kind of shocked. Like, we didn't talk about this. I didn't know we had a big date that we were going on. Uh Uh-oh, he's got a gift for me. I don't have a gift for him. But I had been wanting to just compile a little scrapbook for him, something that would capture the ways that he blesses my life. I ran downstairs to my work area, and this is in an older home, and I pulled out a stash of photos that I had gratefully been collecting together. They were, there were photos of Jeff. Um, I found a little 10-page album that measured six inches by six inches, And I looked at my clock and I barely had two hours to finish it in. So I decided I would establish some rules. I'd set some parameters about what I could and couldn't use. I pulled just a few sheets of pattern paper, like three, out of my files and some little brads and ribbon. And I said out loud, at least that's how I remember it. I said, if it's not on the table, I can't use it. I did not have time for decision fatigue. And then I made an even bolder decision. I knew that this little book was small, so I decided I would count out just 25 to 30 photos and I would crop or trim them ahead of time so that I could just work fast and assemble little pages and include, you know, more photos than would fit if I didn't trim them first. Guess what? I finished and I was able to bring my gift of memories to dinner and present them to my sweetheart. I received diamond earrings that night. So I'm not sure that Jeff got (laughs) a gift that uh, maybe was equal in value, but it was valuable. It was, we exchanged valuable gifts. And for me, it was because I envisioned and then defended my project by making it totally doable. So reason number two, I love projects, they're definable. Okay, third reason. The third reason I love projects is because projects can help me accomplish something very particular, like I just explained. But for me, projects often serve a very specific purpose. A few years back, I started diving into my family history, and I was finding all kinds of interesting stories and photos. 
Um, and I wanted my kids who were teenagers at the time, all of them, to become more familiar with these pictures of my grandparents and their parents and sometimes even further back. I didn't think a scrapbook was the right approach. I didn't think it would hold their attention or that they would even choose to look at it maybe more than once or twice. Um, I was after greater exposure than a scrapbook would give. So I decided I wanted to frame some of these one-of-a-kind, super cool, right, vintage, old-fashioned photos that I was finding. Um, Some of them were the actual prints. Some of them were just scans that had been uploaded to Family Search. Um, A few of them, yeah, I found in boxes and folders that I was starting to collect from my parents and um, in-laws. So... I thought it would be really cool if I could make a gallery wall somewhere in our home, but I didn't really have a ton of wall space, at least not in areas that my kids would frequent. So it was about this time that we were remodeling our back door bathroom. You literally walk in through the garage door and then immediately on your left is a little bathroom, which makes sense, right? Um, I had taken down the flower prints that I purchased at some store, you know, five or six years previous. And and now the walls were bare. I had just painted them. And I was in there one day and I had this thought like, what if, right? (laughs) Would it, what if I hung, what if I hung family pictures, like family history pictures in the bathroom? Would that be too weird to hang ancestor pictures on the walls of a bathroom? I wasn't sure, but I did like the idea that it would be a space frequented, again, visited frequently by my family. So I went for it. And I will link in the show notes to a blog post with photos of this project. But you guys, it is one of the coolest things I've ever done. I get compliments on it all the time. And I've had so many conversations with my children as they leave the bathroom and, and I get to go, I get to talk to them about the things I'm learning because I've simply created an entry point for them, um, a reason for them to be curious. Okay, now, I just told you about the 15th anniversary book that I made for Jeff. Um, I just made another little book for him last Saturday because guess what? Now we've doubled it. We've doubled the 15 years. We've been married 30 years. The purpose of this book was to showcase just a few of the places that we've visited together. The inspiration for this project was actually an assignment I had to create some catalog art um, for Close to My Heart because I have the Story by Stacy line of products and they needed some photos to go in their catalog. So I was looking for some really eye-catching photos and I found one of Jeff and I when we traveled back in 2009 to Japan. And as I'm making this little catalog sample, I'm thinking to myself, I loved that trip. And I think I said these words, I loved Jeff in Japan. Right? You know how you both unplug and you go somewhere that's so different from your, you know, from your routine and your ordinary life and you like fall in love all over again. And I had that thought, I love Jeff in Japan. And then that one little catalog sample became this idea that for our 30th anniversary, I could just make a little story starter album and I could pull together a few of the places we've been and I could start with the same line, which is I love you in Japan or New Zealand or Glacier National Park or wherever. 
another of my favorite projects that I have ended up repeating for each of my children as they've been a senior in high school is something I call the 180 days project. So the purpose behind this project is to really pay attention, right, to this last year that you have a child with you at home. And so as I thought about what I really wanted to accomplish, I decided to take a picture every day during their senior year because you're going to freeze in time so many of the details that will change for them in just a matter of a year or two or five or 10 years. You're gonna capture friends and, and routine and cars and food and clothes and all this, you know, the culture of a senior year in high school. It just comes and goes so fast and it's kind of a big year. So the purpose of that project is literally to freeze those kids in time. And it's so fun and I love it. That's what I mean by projects often have a purpose. And you can start with the purpose before you even know what exactly the project looks like. Okay, ready for the fourth reason I love projects? It's because they are so energizing. You can't make this stuff up, you guys. I'm not faking this. My voice is so full of energy right now because there is nothing quite like the energy inherent in finishing something that you set out to do. I know that social science has for sure proven that. I will look it up at some point and I will share it with you. But projects are powerful in the energy that they create. When people ask me about organizing photos or creating a scrapbook for a loved one or documenting their own life, I always suggest starting with a small project-based approach. Do something small first. Why? Because then you will energize yourself moving forward. It's kind of like not tilling an entire acre of land for your first garden, but rather building a small garden box for some tomatoes, some squash, and carrots. When you see how easy it is to grow something, and then when you taste homemade tomatoes for the first time, or make soup with a butternut squash that you grew in your backyard, trust me, you harvest more than vegetables. You harvest energy and enthusiasm and confidence for the next time around, and then you allow your garden to grow. Without fail, when I finish some kind of project, and it can be a scrapbooking project or any other kind of project, when I finish it and go to bed and then wake up the next morning, guess what my brain does? Almost immediately, like right after I visit the bathroom and get a drink of water, do you know what my brain says to me? It says, Remember how we did that thing yesterday? Let's go look at it again. <laughs> and I'm not sure why or how exactly, but there are certainly some kind of endorphins or a dopamine release or the release of some other outlook enhancing chemicals, okay, that, that happen in our brain when we complete a project. And that energy that we feel that is generated is then easily channeled into a new, a new, perhaps then bigger or more involved project. That's the secret. That's the secret. Don't, please, I beg of you, don't set a resolution to get your photos organized. Yuck, that doesn't sound fun at all. Instead, decide to do something with some of your photos. 
and capture that energy and pay attention to what you learn. Pay attention to the kind of photos you like to use and, and how the project turns out. And then that will create some energy and insight for you to do the next project. And then down the road, three or four, then maybe you can say, you know what? I think I want to get my photos organized and you're going to have everything you need to do it. All of the energy and all of the knowledge and all of the, the details that will make that, that process, um, um, specific and useful and meaningful to you. There you go. I said it. Okay. The first four reasons I love projects. They are inclusive. They are definable. They have a purpose. They're crazy energizing. And number five, they are fun to teach and share. So for all of the reasons I have already talked about, I love to teach others how to craft and specifically craft memory and story-based projects. I have painted a few dressers in my lifetime, but I'm, I'm not super good at teaching that process. I am super good at teaching the creative and organizational processes behind projects that involve photos and stories. And I don't expect everyone to love what I do as much as I love it, but I can give you a taste of it. And that brings me so much joy. So now, now let's talk about this course 20 in 20 and why I want you to be a part of it. Okay. What's his name again? Matt Cutts. <laughs> Matt Cutts sold the entire TED audience on the idea of just trying something for 30 days. Well, I want you to try something for 30 days, 12 times in 2020. Okay. I want to take you on a 12 month adventure in which together we craft 20 projects. That's the 20 and 20. And these projects are going to be 100% unique to you. What I am going to do is share lots of experience and I am going to teach you a mobile workflow with your photos. In other words, something you can do on your phone that will help you take charge and control of the likely tens of thousands of images that you have and you carry around in your pocket. I am going to teach you a project management um, system. I kind of don't like the word system, but I'm going to teach you how to manage projects, how to capture those initial ideas, the inspiration, right? How to calendar them and so that you can fit them into your already full and busy life. I am going to show you how to organize boxes of stuff so that you can put your hands on the most important um, memorabilia and or whatever it is that you've been collecting for years or that's been handed to you in boxes. You guys, I'm gonna give you the tools that you need and lots and lots of ideas that you can adapt. I'm gonna teach you concepts that have been proven and that I have been teaching for 20 years in this, in this industry that I have worked in. I want you to come join me for 20 in 20 and craft 20 projects that will help you preserve and document some photos and tell some personal stories. There is nothing quite like doing that. And I am 100% confident that I can teach you and show you and guide you and coach you 
through through that process and through this experience together. I'm so excited that I want to invite all of my podcast listeners to come and participate. Many of you are already registered. Thank you. We are going to have such an incredible time together. If you're not yet registered, here's what I'm going to do for you to make it that much easier. I'm going to give you a special podcast promo code. Okay, so if you go to stacyjulian.com, at the top of the at the top of any page is is a banner that says learn more about my 20 and 20 course. You click on that, you can read the full class description and get all the details. And when you go to register, if you enter the promo code podcast, all capital letters P O D C A S T did I spell it right? <laughs> Podcast. When you enter that as a promo code, you will save $10 off of the registration fee, which is $120 for the whole year. So that's like getting January for free. Okay, now here's where it gets really good <laughs> because I'm so certain that together we are going to do great things that I am going to guarantee your satisfaction. So if at the end of January or at the end of your first 30 days in class, if you're not loving it, I'm going to refund your money. No questions asked because I know that crafting these projects, pulling together some of the photos that you love and that you value and pairing them with personal stories. I know how satisfying that is. And I know if you'll give me 30 days, I can help you see that you can do this. You can make it a part of your already full and busy life. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how much experience you have with these types of projects. Um, It doesn't matter if you feel overwhelmed by technology. I've got you covered. I totally can do this with you. I'm all in on helping you tell some personal stories. Okay, so here's what you have to do. You just go to stacyjulian.com, click on that banner at the top, read the class description for 20 and 20 and get registered. Use the code podcast and save $10. I can't wait to see you in class. Thank you so much for listening. I am now going to play you a speak pipe message that I've been holding on to for several months because it's just perfect for today's episode. Hi, Stacy. This is Lindsay Newman. Thank you so much for everything that you do. I am just always impressed with everything you bring forth into the world. I especially love this recent podcast about the EQ, Enough Quotient. I am definitely going to be thinking about that all week long. It is perfect timing for me as we are going into summer. I'm not real sure how to set my own EQ, and I really want to work on that right now. Uh, But I feel like I will put too many things on my EQ list, and I won't be able to get them all done. So I'm not real sure how to limit myself or even what the total should look like. If you have any suggestions for that, that would be wonderful. The one thing that I did think that might help would be to make a list of what I've done in a week, like a to-done list, instead of writing another to-do list, so I could see how much I do, so that I would know that's approximately where maybe an EQ could start from, a little less than what I normally do. 
at any rate, thank you so much for doing everything that you do. And I will always be listening. Lindsay, thank you so much for sending me that speak pipe message. So if you are new to the podcast, and EQ stands for enough quotient, and you can go back to episode 18 and learn much more about it. But an EQ is based on the idea of declaring your own success. And that is exactly the philosophy that I will be sharing and teaching you this year in 2020. So, Lindsay, I'm going to send you a story starter kit from my Story by Stacy line with Close to My Heart. And if you're not yet in the course, Lindsay, I invite you to get in there because we're going to use that Story Starter Kit on our first collective project together. Okay, you guys, go sign up for 20 and 20 and come back next week because I will be here with another episode of Exactly Enough Time. Bye.